Sweet Billy got picked on at school for things he couldn't change. He tried his best to play it cool, but in the seventh grade, you either fit right in or you don't fit. That's just the cold hard truth. I wish that I'd have been the friend that Billy never knew. I think it's time to come together, you and I can make a change. Maybe we can make a difference, make the world a better place. Look around and love somebody we've been hating. Top of the second hour of today's Road Warrior radio broadcast this Tuesday, February 13th, 2024. Now that some of us know what year it is, a little confused in the first hour. Things are so wild and dystopic, so crazy. So what's the deal with the red thread? What is that all about? The Kabbalistic red thread and what is a what is it a counterfeit of? Um, let's talk about that in a second. First, a couple of things. Please support the network. Uh, it is a listener-supported network. No Ford Foundation grant uh, is forthcoming. Probably will never be. Uh, you know, the old adage of a place freezing over comes to mind. That's probably, you know, that would happen before... For for you know both reasons on both sides sides of the coin the the Rhodes Milnerian you know the Rhodes Milner Roundtable Cecil Rhodes Last Will agglomeration of wealth contingent doesn't want to you know we don't propagandize prop- properly here to benefit from the Ford Foundation grant and conversely nor would we want it. I'm fairly confident that if uh, the Ford Foundation showed up and said, hey, you know what, we got a few bucks for you, I think the big guy would say, you know what, you know where you can stick your grant. Um, On this day in history, let's see, Galileo arrives in Rome for his trial before the Inquisition. In 1633, speaking of, you know, stuff, things that kind of pertain to what's going on broadly and to to what I'm talking about. Um, 1955, Israel obtains four of the seven Dead Sea Scrolls. I don't buy into the whole Dead Sea Scroll nonsense. I think it's part of the Westcott and Hort contingent. You dive into the story and, you know, what are the odds? What do you know? It just seems unlikely. The 11... Caves in this case, um, bought four Dead Sea Scrolls written at various times between the middle of the second century BC and the first century from the Syrians for 250 grand scrolls together with many other dis- uh, others discovered in 11 caves in and around the Wadi Qumran, now housed with many others at the Shrine of the Book. Uh, And it's interesting, you know, how this is a very mysterious sort of thing. Everybody's like, you know, can we see him? Can we see him? No, 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 no. Then finally, 
magically, mystically. Maybe you can sort of get a glimpse of them, but not much really. And then, uh, you know, the Bible Museum, which is a weird concept. When they want to eulogize you, they make a museum for you. Then there are the fake, you know, scrolls at the Bible Museum. Anyway, fun fact of history. Uh, back in 1920, Switzerland asked for neutrality at the international confirmation of its neutrality in 1920 before becoming a member of the League of Nations. How come, how come Switzerland gets to be neutral? Is it perhaps because of Basel and things like that? Neutrality. Diplomatic immunity. Never involved in the conflict. Why is that? Amazing. No one ever attacks Switzerland either. Their uh, military service is a requirement not conscription it's just a requirement and you know the firearms deal is different what's his name did his uh, video on Kalyan did his uh, review but both are put up jobs equally Debunking the viral gun propaganda of uh, why the Swiss love their guns. Johnny Harris's deal, which is a bunch of nonsense. Don't get distracted. I know, I know. Why the Swiss love their guns more than Americans. Those two videos are ridiculous. Both of them. So anyway... um, Other fun things. In 1990, on this day, the German reunification and agreement is reached on a two-stage plan to reunite Germany. They got the civil war treatment, so to speak. You know, we got to break them up so that they can't conquer the world, basically, or resist the Hellenistic revived Hellenistic Genesis 11 impulse. In, on this uh, day in 2011, for the first time in more than 100 years, the Umatilla and American, uh, American Indian tribe are able to hunt and harvest a bison just outside Yellowstone National Park, restoring a centuries-old tradition, uh, tradition guaranteed by a treaty signed in 1855. So what did I say recently that was going on? You know, Aaron and Melissa Dykes over True Stream Media remind us that the killing of 15 million uh, American Plains Buffalo wholesale was a way to destroy the Native American. And the damming of the waters served the same purpose. Lots, many scholars have written about that, how deleterious the damming of the waters was to these people that lived along the shorelines of the Columbia and and, uh, related tributaries. Now there are 60 dams in the Columbia waterway. 
Now they're talking about taking them down. Why? Same thing. It's, you know, the damage has been done. The salmon couldn't migrate upstream. These people couldn't feed themselves the way that they'd come to do so, you know, for hundreds of years. And, or or more, but hundreds is acknowledged in, you know, when you read about it in the academic uh, research. So what does it do? It makes them helpless and dependent on, you know, kind of like what people are talking about with what's going on between guns and wolves and, and uh, the grizzlies these days in the Rockies. Same discussion, making people helpless and dependent on the nanny state. So that was 2011. How about births and deaths on this day in 1766? As I mentioned in the first hour, Thomas Robert Malthus, born cousin, distant cousin, I believe, of Darwin and Galton, obviously, because Galton and Darwin are cousins. What a coincidence. You are biologically inferior, inferior therefore you must die. That's, that's uh, Darwin. By the way, the history that we're getting to, I won't get to it today, but, you know, two guys that no one has ever heard of in America, unless you, you know, some kind of a graduate study deal or something. Baruch Spinoza, again, influenced guys like Locke and Jefferson. Who's Baruch Spinoza? What are his views? What did he write? And um, Emanuel Swedenborg. Through these two guys, you know, through Spinoza, you get the natural law nonsense and through Swedenborg, you get the, um, you know, the church side of things, so to speak. The new church, new thought, Unitarian Universalist impulse. All roads lead to heaven. It's all good. Kumbaya. Let's party. Okay, back to on this day. On this day in 1901, Paul Lazarsfeld was born. Uh, in 1910, William Shock, uh, Shockley was born. These are the, the people that we remember. We should we should have played, I was thinking about it, we should have played some music on this day in 1919, Tennessee, Ernie Ford was born. Fun. We would have played some music. Uh, in 1923, Charles Elwood Yeager was born. Chuck Yeager. And uh, Deaths. Catherine Howard, the English wife of Henry VIII, uh, who was executed in, uh, on this day in 1542 at the ripe old age of 23, I think. 22, something like that. Fun. Uh, Waylon Jennings died on this day in 2002. See, we could have played some music. If if I would have had my thinking cap on, which reminds me of John Christopher's novels. Um, yeah, that's probably enough. What about this red thread thing? You said you would get to that. Yeah. Let's do that. Two parts. Let me do this little video thingy here. We can do this. 
Christmas or hidden treasures in the Bible. The red thread, the Kabbalistic red thread that Tucker wore in his interview with uh, Vladimir Putin, you know, Vladimir Putin (laughs) exposes the CIA, Candace Owens says. Oh, you mean sitting across from him? I mean, they're both, you know, company men. Mm, Yeah. Um, The red thread. What is that all about? Joyce's email, if you if you watched Tucker's interview with Putin, you saw Tucker's left wrist adorned with a red string. That's a Kabbalistic symbol. The Christian does not make a graven image. Not even on his wrist. Hmm. You know, as a rule. The Kabbalist doesn't mind, though. So Chuck Missler did a talk. You can find it on YouTube titled Hidden Treasures of the Bible, Chuck Missler. And around just shy of the 39-minute mark, about the 44-minute mark, we'll probably play with a little stop, a little pause in the middle. Can we do that by chance? The gospel is important. What is the Christian gospel? You don't have to be a Christian to understand this. It's important because... Was Jefferson a Christian? I don't know. Did he subscribe to the Christian gospel? The answer is a resounding no. So how can that person call themselves a Christian? What is the Christian doctrine? It's not complicated. Chuck Messer reminds us, can we, is that, can we do that? The term gospel all the time. How many of you can tell me what the gospel is and be careful? Well, it's a good news. That's a cliche. Metaphors reign where mysteries reside. What is the gospel? Paul tells us, by the way, in the first four verses of 1 Corinthians 15. He says, Moreover, brethren, I declare unto you the gospel which I preached unto you, which also you have received, and wherein you stand, by which also ye are saved, if ye keep in memory what I have preached unto you, unless you have believed in vain. I declare unto you the gospel. He's going to define the gospel for us here. And by the way, you can believe in vain. Think about that a little bit, but we'll move on here. What is the gospel? For I delivered unto you, first of all, that which I also received, how that Christ died for our sins according to the Scriptures, that he was buried, and that he rose again the third day according to the Scriptures. That's his definition of the gospel. Do you notice the things that he did not mention? Didn't mention his miracles. Didn't mention his teachings or his examples. No, no, the gospel are those three things, period. Okay? First, that he died for our sins according to scriptures. We just talked about that a little bit. Highlighted in a previous example. And that he was buried. Only Paul makes emphasis on that. It relates this to baptism. Peter makes a declared, relates it to Noah's flood. But then the, the third thing is that he rose again the third day according to the scriptures. Jesus predicted that specifically in John 2 and Matthew 27. But it's interesting, Paul highlights that this was according to the Scriptures. When he says Scriptures, he means the Old Testament at this point, right? Where in the Old Testament does it say he's going to be in the tomb three days? So, that's interesting. That's the Gospel. Very simple. 1 Corinthians 15, 1-4, especially 3 and 4. 
It's that simple. Did Thomas Jefferson subscribe to this? Uh, I don't think anyone can make an argument that he did. There's no evidence. In fact, there's a a mountain of evidence to the contrary, not the least of which is his own so-called Jefferson Bible. Can you imagine if you're it's it's this is this is hero worship is what it is. It's like uh, Bill Gates and the vaccines. This is the kind of mind virus we've we've succumbed to where a you know founding pastor of a church will call into this broadcast and say you know if we follow the first two of the ten commandments no other gods before me no graven images anywhere etc etc then things go well he blesses us and this is the same pastor who has as their logo for their church it includes the imagery of the Statue of Liberty and the the eternal flame. These are esoteric symbols, essentially of Lucifer, the new Colossus of Rhodes, the light bearer who's bringing light to man, Genesis 3, 5, light. He shall be as gods, knowing good and evil. And everybody says, you know, yeah, Jefferson's a great guy, and so is Bill Gates. Jefferson was brilliant, and I have had my own... Uh, you know, period of hero worship, so to speak, finally shaking it off. But, you know, think about it. If in Christian circles, if somebody that wasn't Thomas Jefferson, kind of like Bill Gates, you know, if it, if it wasn't Bill Gates, who says, you know, all of these things, anybody else, you know, it would be the obvious. This guy was a college dropout, not a, not a doctor, not an epidemiologist, has much to gain, more to gain than anyone. And, you know, all of that gain is for a particular agenda that's particularly evil. None of that's good. And by the way, Bill Gates, who is Rick Allen Jones? That is the stubbornly persistent question. You hang out with Jeffrey Epstein after he's convicted, but who is Rick Allen Jones? Anybody else? That man is skewered publicly. But not Bill Gates for some reason. So same with Thomas Jefferson. Because it's him, he gets a pass. But if it were anybody else in your, let's say church, imagine some guy shows up at church, he's cut out, Three quarters of the Gospels. Or, you know, cut out a quarter and stuck him in his own little book and said, hey, here's my Bible. What do you think? <laughs> People would be horrified. Maybe not in today's America. Oh, that's so cosmopolitan. It's heretical. It's apostate. Is what it is. No wonder, which brings me forward. No wonder we're so confused. Marx, Nietzsche, Young, all these guys, because Jefferson was, you know, the quintessential example of the Marxist revolutionary, Dara, he and Payne, and all those guys. Stick around, we'll be right back.
My name is John. I'm the founder of Blackout Coffee, and I started uh, Blackout because I really love coffee. I've always loved coffee, and after traveling so much to Europe, South America, and trying so many different coffees that were so good, and uh, every time I came back uh, to the U.S., I was so disappointed with the coffee, so I figured that I had to do something about it. The biggest difference is really is on the beans and the roasting process, how we roast it and how fresh it is. The fresher the roast, the better the quality. Here I have like all, all of the coffee. It's roasted within one to two days prior to being shipped. So it literally gets to consumers' house within three to five days after being roasted. If you like coffee, you have to try ours. It's fresh roasted. It's one of the best beans that we can get. And you will definitely see the difference. Visit blackoutcoffee.com and use the coupon code REPUB10. That's REPUB10. Did you know the IRS publicly admits that income tax is collected by voluntary compliance? Get the information you need to help you avoid income tax with these five easy steps. All you have to do is go to avoidincometax.com to get your five easy steps on how to avoid the IRS income tax. Escape the IRS. Let avoidincometax.com help you. We guarantee our five easy steps or your money back. Go to avoidincometax.com. Attention, freedom-loving patriots. Are you ready to dive deep into the principles that founded our great nation? Join me, Peter Seraphine, and the Institute on the Constitution as we light the way to a brighter future with the Liberty Lighthouse Classroom. At liberty-lighthouse.com slash classroom, you'll find a treasure trove of online courses on the U.S. Constitution, carefully crafted to empower you with knowledge to defend your rights and liberty, whether you're a student, a history enthusiast, or just a concerned citizen. These courses are for you. Gain a comprehensive understanding of our Constitution's principles, the wisdom of our founding fathers, and how to apply them in today's world. As a special offer to our freedom-loving listeners of Republic Broadcasting Network, use coupon code RBN at checkout and get 20% discount on any course. Join the Liberty Lighthouse Classroom and be a part of the movement to uphold the values that have made our nation exceptional. Unleash the power of knowledge and protect what truly matters, our Constitution. Visit liberty-lighthouse.com slash classroom today. Don't miss this incredible opportunity. Use code RBN for 20% off. Together, we'll be the beacon of freedom our founding generation envisioned. Liberty Lighthouse Classroom. Illuminating minds, empowering patriots. Beyond the suns that guard this roost, beyond 
beyond your flowers of flaming truth. Welcome back. Your latest ad campaign. It has been suggested when I say that the most powerful thing on earth that we can do is call down fire and thunder from heaven, so to speak, you know, to implore the Holy Spirit uh, and invite the Holy Spirit into the inner workings of, you know, things, affairs, the affairs of men. That's just, you know, an anachronistic, you know, a fanciful, old-fashioned, superstitious sort of notion. No wonder some people think that in America because that is our, let's say, Jeffersonian heritage. That's not unlike what Jefferson would say. How can you say that? Well, you know what? I will get to him in his own writings. That's where we're headed. Probably unpack this for the rest of the week. It's important for us to know. I'm not trying to disparage him. I have had my own, you know, spate of hero worship if you've listened to this broadcast for any any length of time that's undeniable i will not deny it and you know it's true but it's time to call a spade a spade and um be honest not you know take off the rose-colored glasses for a minute and see things for uh you know how they really are Because it's hindering us as Americans. And uh, contrary to being, you know, I think, I think, I think what the, you know, the Pastor Wallace's of the world think, if I, if I may, I'm not trying to put words in in anyone's mouth, but I think, you know, A, maybe saying this makes me sound like I subscribe to the views that actually Jefferson subscribed to. I do not. If you're paying attention, I don't see how that could that argument could even be made or that presumption could be arrived at. Quite the contrary, I would never cut anything out of my Bible. But also, you know, that maybe somehow saying these things could be harmful to, you know, one's Christian faith or that of others or... That somehow this takes America in a, a, uh, a negative direction. And I couldn't disagree more. I think it, for me, just speaking personally, it has strengthened my faith. Now things start to make sense. If you can see what I see, then suddenly, you know, when you get what I'm trying to convey about our American founding, then far from being nihilistic deconstruction you'll be armed for every battle in the entire war and uh you know if i may our american founding was very communitarian which is why you find on the republicanism and american republican republicanism wikipedia entry communitarianism is a related subject so our, our founding is that in nature, thus unbiblical, ungodly. Who wrote the book on the Republic in the first place, for Pete's sake? Do you find the Republic in the Bible anywhere? Where I find self-government is in Judges, where a couple of times you read that 
there was no king in the land, and every man did what was right in his in his own eyes. Who's in charge? Who decides? And that is the age of reason, age of enlightenment impulse. We can decide for ourselves, thank you. Sure, we acknowledge God, but we do not honor him as God, Romans 1, or give him thanks. Instead, we say, that's okay, we got it, we'll take it from here. Look how fancy we are. Look all at all of the things we've discovered and been able to create, never mind that, you know, the folks who have done most of the homework on that and led the way are esoteric types who've had help, air quotes, wink, wink, from that those nether realms that the rest of us are supposed to ignore and pretend don't exist. Funny how that works. If everyone gets this, then the entire faulty narrative comes crashing down and there's nowhere and no way to hide it. You know, it would this if you get what I'm talking about, it would break the Wikipedia's and all of that. There's just no way to hide it. It's I'm leaning on the historiographical consensus, as Wikipedia puts it. And the facts of that consensus, not manipulation. So Maybe that makes some sense. Stick around. We'll be right back, and we'll sort out the red thread thing when we come back. You are tuned in to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit our website by going to republicbroadcasting.org. People often write to tell us what has happened for them since starting Extendivite. Allow me to read a few highlights. Extendivite works in keeping my blood pressure in the normal range. I have been using Extendivite for many years. Great product. I use regularly and I rarely get sick. This product has relieved what appeared to be angina pain in my chest and shortness of breath after climbing stairs. I'm quite happy about it. My husband, son, and I have been using this product for a few months now and we have noticed an improvement in our joints and blood pressure. To order, call 1-877-928-8822 or visit extendivite.com. That's X-T-E-N-D-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Extend your life with Extendovite. there. Are you going to wait till the cows come home to get your new ease-off drop-and-lift? What in the world is an ease-off drop-and-lift? Our ease-off is a new tool to increase production for your meat processing company that will get that whole hog or half a beef on or off your rail with our remote control. That sounds great, but can I afford it? Sure! And the ease-off installs fast. The effortless operation will reduce fatigue, speed up your line, and increase profits. Okay, I'm convinced. Where can I get my ease-off? Go to easeoff.com. That's E-A-Z-E-O-F-F dot com. And hurry, because we're offering free shipping for a limited time. Easeoff.com. We make pigs fly. Cows, too. Easeoff, LLC. 
Are you sick of censorship? TLB Talk is the cure. TLB stands for truth, liberty, and balance. We are the newest and most unique social media platform to hit the internet. We were built out of necessity because Big Tech, Big Pharma, and Big Brother are out of control. The only thing bigger than them is when we the people are united. With that vision, TLB Talk was born. Our battlefield is in cyberspace. The battle we're in can be won by clicks of buttons and voting with your wallet. TLB Talk has no hidden agendas, no corporate funding, and we do not sell, trade, or give away any of your information. Our platform runs off of generous donations of members and merchandise profits. So please, check out our site. It's the best around. And be sure to stop by our store. It's loaded with items that'll have you feeling a sense of member pride and victory. Come unite with us today at TLBtalk.com and join the social media revolution. Bottom of the second hour already this Tuesday, February 13, 2024. Uh, speaking of Matthew 5.18, for verily I say unto you, till heaven and earth pass, one yacht or one tittle shall in no wise pass from the law till all be fulfilled. Do you know what yacht is in Greek? Strong's G2503. Iota or Iota, which I think is interesting. What we talk about, an Iota, it's teeny tiny, you know, kind of like that little thing that looks like a smudge. Anyway, that's a fun fact. So back to the red thread. Um, Joyce sends me a, an email. If you watch Tucker's interview of Putin, you saw Tucker's left wrist adorned with a red string. That is the Kabbalistic red string. But what does it signify? What is it a counterfeit of? It's a counterfeit of something. What is that? Well, Chuck Misser explained the gospel, plain and simple. Why would Thomas Jefferson want to get rid of Paul? Why was he so threatened by Paul? Maybe because the gospel is there, plain and simple, along with a lot of other things that don't comport to you know, the natural, observable law that Jefferson so revered. But you know what? In his defense, man, maybe I'll get into his uh, his his um, his schooling and things. I don't know if he if he had a chance. He was doomed from the start to be a Neoplatonist. So Chuck Messer explained the gospel. What about that red thread? What is that all about? Well, let's listen some more and see what that's all about. Can we play that, please? Well, there's a number of places. Jonah 
Rahab's cord, the Tola worm, and the Akedah, the offering of Isaac. Now, Jonah is pretty straightforward. We'll take a look at that. You all know in Matthew 12, 40, Jesus himself said, as for as Jonah's was three days and three nights in the whale's belly, so shall the Son of Man be three days and three nights in the heart of the earth. So we get that one pretty quickly. We remember that. But there's probably not many of you in here that may have discovered the little secret that's tucked away in, in Rahab's comments to the, protecting the two spies in Joshua chapter 2. Strange little story. In Joshua chapter 2, these two spies have been able to hide in Rahab's place. She's on the wall. She let them down by a cord through the window, for her house was up on the town wall, and she dwelt upon the town wall. And the scripture here, where it uses the word cord in the Hebrew, happens to use the word hebel. Hebel obviously can mean a rope or a cord. It also is a word that can mean pain, sorrow, or travail. It's a pun, if you will. Okay, fair enough. When you get down to verse 18, they say to her in response, Behold, when we come into the land, thou shalt bind this line of scarlet thread in the window which thou hast let down by, and thou shalt bring thy father, thy mother, and thy brethren, and all thy father's household come to thee. In other words, for shielding us, we'll protect your house. So this cord that you're using, tie it on the window, and when we take over Jericho, our troops will protect you and your family as a, an accommodation. You get the picture. Except what they, when they use this term, the, the Holy Spirit here ha, records the word line here. It isn't the word hebel. It uses the t- a different word. It uses the word tikva. Now, tikva can obviously mean a line or a cord, but it also has another meaning. The word tikva means hope. Ha-tikva is the national anthem of Israel. It means the hope or expectation, if you will. Well, that's pretty interesting. Okay, so what are you making that, Chuck? You're making something out of nothing. No, look between these two verses. Between 15 and 18 is verse 16. She says to them, Get you to the mountain, lest the pursuers meet you, and hide yourselves there three days until the pursuers be returned, and afterward may you go your way. In other words, there's going to be a search on. So she advises them when they get down the wall to go hide in the mountains. Don't go back to the camp. And wait till the search is over, and then go home. And she says you should, wait, you should hide in the mountains three days. Why not four or two? But she picked three. Does she know why? I don't know. Holy Spirit saw that she did. Why? Well, I'll show you why. See, hebel can mean rope or cord or pain, sorrow, and travail. Tikva can mean the same thing in terms of a rope or a cord, but its pun, other word is a little different. So instead of the primary use of each of these words, let's shift to the alternative pun value of each one of these. And obviously... She puts in three days between the two. Really? Okay. Pain, sorrow, trivial. What's the ultimate one of those? The cross. What's the ultimate hope? The empty tomb. How much space is between Hebel and Tikva? Is three days between the cross and the empty tomb. Now, some of you may say, Chuck, you're making something out of nothing. Okay. I'll yield if you feel that way. It gives me chills because I suddenly discover many hundreds of places where the Holy Spirit has edited the text to give us an, an additional meeting. And I'll, I'll take, give you an example of that in, the, in the, one of the other sessions. Jesus, he hangs on the cross, according to Psalm 22, which reads as if he dictated while hanging on the cross, says a, he says a strange thing while he's hanging on the cross. Jesus says, I am a worm okay. and no man, right. a reproach of men and despise. Yeah. Okay, so... The interesting little 
nugget there uh, in Joshua chapter 2 in Rahab's comments. Interesting. The scarlet thread, the genuine, the true and genuine authentic scarlet thread is Jesus Christ. By his blood alone are we cleansed and atonement for sins made. So, uh, interesting, Colossians one twenty seven. to whom God would make known what is the richest, riches of the glory of this mystery among the Gentiles, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. Interesting stuff, you know, and backing up a few verses, this is the anti-humanist message, which now, in, uh, now rejoice in my sufferings for you and fill up that which is behind of the afflictions of Christ in my flesh for his body's sake, which is the church. That's interesting. Fill up that which is behind or lacking of the afflictions of Christ in my flesh. You know, rejoice in my sufferings. What? No, we have a right to live your best life now. Joe Osteen is a humanist of Jeffersonian fashion. I know this is controversial, but we're going to hit it head on. Anyway, that's the that's the red thread. Jesus Christ is the authentic scarlet thread. The authentic cord of scarlet thread that uh, is our passage from sorrow and travail to, you know, he's our hope. And Jefferson did not abide that notion. How can you say that? Well, I guess I probably should get into Jefferson and his own words. Let's see. Uh, I've talked about, you know, when you start diving down this rabbit hole, there's so much evidence. Uh, it's just overwhelming. There's no evidence to the contrary. If you're honest, you start Looking into what I'm talking about, there's no evidence to the contrary. Our founding was entirely humanist. It was influenced by the the thinking and writing of guys like Spinoza and Swedenborg. And the more, you know, just because you haven't heard of these guys doesn't mean this is not true. There's a video on that that I'll, we'll play tomorrow, I guess, because, you know, there's not time today. But um, you need to know who Spinoza and Swedenborg were if you're going to understand properly where these ideas came from. And, uh, you know, and then from there they passed down through some other functionaries to these guys. You know, this is where the the natural law and Unitarian impulse come from really primarily the wellspring of that. Uh, I guess we'll do a little bit of Jefferson in his own words. Let's see. There are so many Wikipedia entries you can go to. I will do a series of posts, probably a collection just drawing from Wikipedia it's not a conspiracy. It's not slanted toward my perspective. It can be manipulated. It's the watered-down pedestrian version of history. 
but there's just so much evidence there. Some of the Wikipedia entries, for for example, history of Western civilization, age of revolution, age of enlightenment. George Mason, I guess, an interesting figure. Natural law, the Renaissance, Marquis de Condorcet, um, the list of deists, natural theology, natural religion, religious naturalism, Thomas Jefferson, of course, religious views of Thomas Jefferson. Why don't we start there? Unitarianism, the Jefferson Bible as it's colloquially known, his you know cut and paste efforts over a period of about a generation or so from around 1804 to 1920 or something like that. Religious views of Thomas Jefferson, Unitarianism, Jefferson Bible, metaphysical naturalism. These are just some. Joseph Priestley, Joseph Priestley in education, William Blackstone, the cult of reason, the cult of the supreme being, all men are created equal, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. These are all Wikipedia entries. Consent to the governed. Uh, you know, Jefferson is the primary author of the – the principal author of the Declaration of Independence. He's also the co-author of the Declaration of the Rights of Man and the Citizen, isn't he? A very humanist document in nature. Then there's the sub subjects of uh, Christian humanism, Christian Kabbalah so-called, speaking of the red thread, the counterfeit. Humanism um, – the Scientific Revolution, of course, guys like Pascal, Renaissance humanism, Platonism and the Renaissance, uh, natural philosophy goes in with natural theology and religion, natural religion. You know, what what is the natural all about? And so much more. The social contract, the history of Christian Christianity. Um Theonomy is another fun stick, – stick that in there. The Royal Society, the Invisible College, these are all Wikipedia entries. And you just sort of skim down through them and you're like, oh my gosh, you're horrified. What is what is all of this? The history of Western civilization and, of course, Western esotericism, those two uh, should be included. Let's see. Back in – 1998, April 1998, um, Frontline did some stuff um, from Jesus to Christ, which is interesting. Frontline apparently knows. Do, do Christians know what that means, from Jesus to Christ? Matthew 1 1. The record of the genealogy of Jesus the Messiah. Hmm. That's how the New Testament starts. So, in the Frontline series from Jesus to Christ, uh, they featured a, uh, an article by Marilyn Mellows. And uh, she wrote, the White House, Washington, D.C., 1804. Thomas Jefferson was frustrated. It was not the burdens of office that bothered him. It was his Bible. Jefferson was convinced that the authentic words of Jesus written in the New Testament had been contaminated. Early Christians, overly eager to make their religion appealing to the pagans. Really? 
as I get the opposite message, had obscured the words of Jesus with the philosophy of the ancient Greeks and the teachings of Plato. That's funny because if Jefferson would have just included Paul in his Bible, then he would see that uh, that was very, you know, that effort, the, the, the Platonism and the Gnosticism were all spoken against. So these Platonists had thoroughly muddled Jesus' original message. Jefferson assured his friend and rival John Adams that the authentic words of Jesus were still there. The task, as he put it, was one of, quote, abstracting what is really his from the rubbish in which it is buried. So the rest of uh, the Gospels are rubbish, according to Jefferson. That sounds patently Christian, doesn't it? Easily distinguished by its luster from the dross of his biographers. Again, that's the Gospels, particularly that he's talking about. And is separate from that as the diamond from the dunghill. So he cut out the diamonds, and to him, the rest of the Gospels were a dunghill. Marilyn Mellows continues, with the confidence and optimistic energy characteristic of the Enlightenment. What was the Enlightenment all about? It was according to uh, the natural law, or excuse me, the history of Christianity under the section, the Enlightenment, Wikipedia entry, the historiographical consensus that the Enlightenment was anti-Christian, anti-church, anti-religious. That's what the Enlightenment was all about. Jefferson proceeded to dig out the diamonds. Candles burning late at night, his quill pen scratching too hastily as he later admitted. Jefferson composed a short monograph titled The Philosophy of Jesus of Nazareth. Plato would be proud. The subtitle explains that the work is, quote, extracted from the account of his life and the doctrines as given by Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. In it, Jefferson presented what he understood was the true message of Jesus. Jefferson set aside his New Testament research. We headed into a break. Okay. We're headed into a break. I'll finish this thought and we'll go to the phones when we come back. Stick around. More right after this break. Corporate media dominates the American opinion. Finding independent voices that counter this avalanche is becoming increasingly difficult. With the endless corruption running rampant throughout our government, independent voices are needed more than ever to battle the offensive against our freedoms and liberties. As a listener of RBN, no one understands this concept better than you. Now it's up to you to do your part. The time has come for you to take action and begin broadcasting the truth to hundreds or thousands of people every month. Sound impossible? Quite the contrary. With pointed slogans from LibertyStickers.com, you can reach countless sleeping Americans unaware that they live in a real-life wonderland. LibertyStickers.com has a huge inventory of political bumper stickers and messages that reflect the truth about our government, our politicians, and the future of America. 
With so many in stock, there's one perfect for you. Visit us today at libertystickers.com. Again, that's libertystickers.com. Do your part. Your voice is important. Let it be heard. Homeowners, are you in foreclosure, expecting to be served with a foreclosure lawsuit, or suspect your lender has coerced you into an illegal mortgage transaction? A huge number of mortgages made in the last 10 years have legal issues and are possibly defective. State laws and the U.S. Supreme Court have upheld that defective mortgage documents are grounds for foreclosure defense and for counterclaims in favor of the homeowner. If your mortgage has been sold or assigned since closing the loan, it may be defective and you may be paying the wrong party and the lender may not have standing or the right to foreclose or collect payments under the law. If you would like to know if your mortgage is legal or not, or know if you are paying the right party, we can help. Our initial consultations are free of charge. We are not attorneys. We are legal researchers and work closely with experienced lawyers who know how to help you find the evidence to help you keep your home. Email Tom at republicbroadcasting.org. T-O-M at republicbroadcasting.org. Health Simple with Colorado Shioji. Fact bit number one. What goes in must come out. Whatever we ingest, breathe in, or transfer by contact must be expelled. Expelled directly as burned calories, through perspiration, respiration, or expelled via urinary and gastric channels. Every element that is not properly used or removed by our bodies become toxins. And toxins, as we know, are causal to every disease and ailment. Toxins are what makes us subpar unable to be at our best. Be your healthy best by cleansing your body of daily and deeply embedded toxins. Live stronger, and we hope live longer. Shilajit, legit Shilajit, that is like Colorado Shilajit, is perhaps the greatest homeopathic whole body remover of toxins made by Mother Earth. Look for the gold mountain and medical symbol logo in banners on republicbroadcasting.org to watch the full video and see more information. Use code GORBN when ordering. That's G-O-R-B-N. Birds flying high You know how I feel Sun in the sky You know how I feel Breeze drifting on by You know how I feel It's a new dawn it's a new day, it's a new life for me And I'm feeling good I'm feeling good That's perfect. Welcome back. We could let that play, but we can't in the interest of time. Uh, so just to finish, Jefferson set aside his New Testament research, returning to it again in the uh, summer of 1820. This time he completed a more ambitious work, The Life and Morals of Jesus of Nazareth, but not Christ, extracted textually from the Gospels in Greek, Latin, French, and English. Well, that's... Fantastic, but, you know, not the Christ. The, you know, Jesus Christ of Nazareth, that is. Not the theosophical counterfeit. 
The text of the New Testament appears in four parallel columns in four languages. Jefferson omitted the words that he thought were inauthentic and retained those he believed were original. The resulting work is commonly known as the Jefferson Bible, quote-unquote. Who was the Jesus that Jefferson found, Marilyn Mellows writes? He was not the familiar figure of the New Testament. In Jefferson's Bible, there is no account of the beginning and the end of the gospel story. There is no story of the Annunciation, the virgin birth, or the appearance of the angels to the shepherds. The resurrection is not even mentioned. Jefferson discovered a Jesus who was a great teacher of common sense. Imagine that. Thomas Paine would be proud. His message was the morality of absolute love and service. Its authenticity was not dependent upon the dogma of the Trinity or even the claim that Jesus was uniquely inspired by God. Jefferson saw Jesus as, quote, a man of illegitimate birth, uh, of benevolent uh, heart and an enthusiastic mind who set out with pretensions of divinity ending in believing them and was punished capitally for sedition by being gibbeted according to the Roman law. And those are Jefferson's words, his own words, uh, in his letter to Peter Carr, August 10, 1787, by the way. In short, Mr. Jefferson's Jesus, modeled on the ideas of the Enlightenment thinkers of his day, bore a striking resemblance to Jefferson himself. How patently human, humanistic, how patently solipsistic. Uh, but, you know, that reminds one of, uh, what's her name's book, uh, Jesus Calling? You know, uh, she did the same thing, basically. She's writing like a middle-aged, you know, white lady is Jesus or something. Anyway, to the phones we go. Murr in Wisconsin, thanks for calling. Welcome. Well, thank you for taking my call. I'm ashamed to use your time here, but yeah. it just uh, occurred to me, it's interesting. That, oh, we're running out of time. Jefferson are. didn't know he had been appointed to office. He had only come back to clear up all his... Uh, details here and get back to France where he could continue his affair with a married woman. So, you know, I mean, this tells you a lot, too. But the Red Letter Bible supposedly was for the Indians, you see. Supposedly, but it was never used as such, and there's no evidence that it was actually for that purpose. And this was all for his own use, so it's a very controversial deal, but and they say the bottom line is not Christian. Right, and they say Christianity was the only religion that they were talking about at the time. Well, no, it wasn't. He had a Quran too. Yeah. So, Humanism yeah. was the religion of the day. Thank you, Murr. James, sorry we missed you at the end again. Folks, I hope it was informative. As always, it truly is an honor and a pleasure. Take care. God bless. We'll catch you on the other side. Tehebo Tea Club's original Pure Pouty Arco Super Tea helps build red corpuscles in the blood which carry oxygen to our organs and cells. Our organs and cells need oxygen to regenerate themselves. The immune system needs oxygen to develop and cancer dies in oxygen. So the tea is great for healthy people because it helps build the immune system and it can truly be miraculous for someone fighting a potentially life-threatening disease due to an infection, diabetes, or cancer. The tea is also organic and naturally caffeine-free. A one-pound package of tea is $49.95, which includes shipping. To order, please visit drinksupertea.com. The first word is drink, spelled D-R-I-N-K, then the word super, then the word tea. The complete website is drinksupertea.com. 
or call us at 818-965-9113, Monday through Saturday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. California time. That's 818-965-9113, drinksupertea.com. You're listening to Republic Broadcasting Network, because you can handle the truth. Truth, truth.